1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: It is bowl season, college football playoff. Uh, We'll we'll talk some college football with producer Jonathan Lowe tonight, a little bit later on in the program, but right now, Uh, We're going to talk Golden Gopher football and their bowl game against Syracuse coming up Thursday afternoon, 1 o'clock. The Bad Boy Moore's Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium in New York. And Andy Greeter covers Golden Gopher football and more for the Pioneer Press online at twincities.com. Andy, Happy New Year.
3: Yeah, Happy New Year to you.
2: Yeah, good to visit with you. It's been a while. Here we go. They've they've had some time uh, between that game with the badgers and and now to to get ready and uh you know this is a team getting ready uh to turn the page but it, th- there is this talk over the years that hey you get a bowl game it, it's more time for player development D- do you buy that angle
3: uh yeah sure yeah for, i mean i think there's there's value in that i think what's what's more important is is you know this afternoon's news with Span Ford coming back i think When you get one of the best tight ends in the country to come back, I think it shows that the player has been developed and he wants to stick around because he feels like he can win here. He feels like he's having a good experience and he's making your team better, you know, remarkably better. Um, One of the highest graded pro football focuses uh, tight ends in the country. He led the Gophers in receptions and yards and made big plays. And he decided this afternoon to come back and, that's probably the news of the day. I mean, yeah, the freshmen get better as as well, and there's all of that. But I think the big news of the day is Brevin Span Ford coming back for a sixth season next year.
2: Yeah, and you know, there, there's the COVID year and, and all of that. And sure, when when you you hear that news, you have to wonder because you know there there's a payday, there is a demand in the NFL. Uh, for for guys that that can block and catch the football out of the tight end position, you look at maybe the gold standard, Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. I mean, NFL teams want that.
3: Yeah, I mean, Co'Keefe. I mean, that's proven, right? I mean, Co'Keefe was the sixth overall pick, and yep. and was a guy who built himself into into being in that spot. I think Brevin is looking at it as an opportunity to you know maybe get into a higher spot, right? There's probably at least three or four tight ends in the country right now that are higher picks and tight end is a position where you're not going to get a lot to be in the top hundred tight picks. So Brevin looks at it probably as an opportunity to improve his stock and co shows that, that you can get drafted as a tight end in Minnesota. It's like, well, maybe you can, you know, advance the program and, and do it at a higher position the following year. Yeah.
2: And you know, it, it isn't a, it isn't one of those Florida Bowl games. It isn't a warm weather bowl game. You're playing Syracuse, Yankee Stadium in New York. <laughs> right. But what? What? What's I got been my the attitude? Out. I'm
3: standing outside.
2: Well, no, but I mean, Andy, what, what's been the <laughs> attitude about that? I mean, oh. uh, is it, you know, been been super positive about? Hey, we still get to play in a bowl game. We had a winning season, uh, et cetera.
3: Yeah, for sure. I think there's always an appeal to go to New York City, right? I yeah. think it was. There was some bitter winter, uh, bitter weather here a couple of days ago. But, I mean, it's a nice New York night tonight, and there's plenty of things to do in the city, right? They've, yeah. I think they're at the Rangers game tonight at Madison Square Garden. Uh, I'm going to a fish concert tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden. Um, they were at the Rockettes at, at Radio City Music Hall. They did 911 a museum and mar- remembrance thing this morning a lot of these kids weren't alive when nine eleven happened which is amazing to date yourself like myself who was a freshman in college at the time and i know steve you have all of those experiences too so you know going to a bowl game in new york city uh, has a lot of elements that are that are quite nice and quite yeah, make- reflective and, and cultural and everything so Yeah, it's a really good experience, I think.
2: Yeah, and, you know, we we lose track of that, I guess. You know, it's easy to rip the bowl system and, you know, go into the bad boy Morris pinstripe bowl, but, you know, a lot of these kids maybe haven't had an opportunity to, to go to New York and experience that and get a chance right. to go to Ground Zero and all of those sorts of things. I mean, those, those are lifetime memories, and I think it's easy as just a sports fan to go, yeah, nobody really cares about the pinstripe bowl, but but for the kids, it's a big sure. deal.
3: Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I, I think, yeah, I mean, if, from a football standpoint, I think there's certainly um, a chill in the air. I mean, Let's not forget the fact that you know this is a team that had aspirations of winning the West and going to a warm weather ball game, one of the classic ones. So obviously, there's there's that from a from a sporting sense, without a doubt. And I think there's you know, yeah. I mean, i lucky for me as as a reporter, I don't have to write bad boy mowers, bowl pinstripe bowl. I just have to. Do, I can just do Pinstripe Bowl because it's not the name of the sponsor of the ball game. There's actually a name behind it, so I never yeah. have to write that. If I had to write that in all the stories, like I would be like, oh man, like, uh,
2: yeah, that would be a just, bummer,
3: you know? Yeah, for sure. And it would also just, you know, clunk up the stories. It was. It would just be bad all around. I'm glad there's Pinstripe, and I'm yeah, glad that sure. I can just say Pinstripe Bowl, and I don't have to do all of the. All of the profiteering that the NCAA and the bowl system does to create this this type of system that gets the ridicule that I think, in, in reflective senses, deserves.
2: Yeah, and Andy, let's get down to X's in almost a little bit. What do, what do you expect to see Thursday yeah. afternoon in the Bronx?
3: Yeah, I think uh, um, I think Mo Ibrahim has a chance to solidify himself and pass Daryl Thompson as the career leading rusher and go for history. That's a big deal. He um, can pass David Cobb for the best single season in Gopher history. Um, he's a, you know, an All-American, a two-time All-American. So it's kind of Moe's final, final game. You know, he kind of burst out of the scene in the, in the 18 cold weather Detroit quick lane bowl, um, which I didn't have an opportunity to not ride around the sponsor in that one. But <laughs> Moe has, you know, made himself a, a great running back in, in the big Ten. So it's really about him. It's that's about winning a ball game. It's about, Seeing the next steps with Ethan McManus, I think that Wisconsin game was impressive. Um, it sounds like Kirk Schrocker talked about how formative the Iowa game was when they weren't able to do anything in the, in the freezing cold in Minneapolis that day, which is a bitter pill for everybody to swallow with this program. But I think he, should, he bounced back in Wisconsin and they had success through the air, so I think a more balanced offense is going to be interesting to see um syracuse doesn't have his top two cornerback and safeties because they're going to the nfl so there's some you know players not playing on that side um syracuse's top running back and their second leading wide wide receiver second leading pass catcher he's sitting out he's going to the nfl uh there might be some gophers that that might not play um but you know i think it's it's really a, a mo show get a win show that you still have a a quality defense, and there's something to be bright spotted about you know West that's becoming crowded with Luke Fickle and and Matt Rule and yeah. and a more competitive format in in 2013.
2: Yeah, no doubt, some big money. 2023. Uh, P, yeah, PJ Fleck, uh got uh, got yeah. a bump, got a year on the contract, so there is confidence and and some pretty good recruiting news as well. You know, you talked about Brevin Span Ford coming back, but. You know, the the recruiting news has been positive as well. Yeah,
3: Chris Almond-Bell's coming back as well for a seventh season. Um, That was obviously a devastating injury when you look back on the previous year. Um, Yeah, I think there's some intriguing players at at wide receiver, for instance. We talk about Cali Manis taking the next step. There's a couple of proven group of five wide receivers coming in here. Um, So I think that's that's encouraging. Um, Yeah, they've got a couple other good transfers. They won a recruiting battle for Darius uh, Taylor out of Michigan. The Wolverines came in and offered him, and he stuck true to his commitment to Minnesota, even though Kenny Burns left the Gopher staff and became the the head coach at at Kent State, and Kent State um, is, you know, getting a position coach for your number one recruit in your class. That's going to shake things up for a little bit, and P.J. Fleck was able to keep him as a part of this class. Um, You know, it's part of the middle of the tier of the Big Ten, the top 40 in the nation. So it's not a, a great class, but wins um, some guys that can play right away. Maybe Darius can play early with Mo gone and, and things changing. your running back a little bit, but the transfers, I think, is, is the key infusion. And I think that's what's exciting about college football is you can go down and grab a group of five-type talent and they can you know make you better the next year.
2: And, Andy, final thought, Yankee Stadium. I know football game in Yankee Stadium isn't particularly ideal, but it's still Yankee Stadium. I mean, it's still one of the – even though it's a new building, one of the iconic venues in sports.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the new venue, though, Steve. I think – and I was at old Yankee Stadium, and that that was the building that had the history. That was the little band box. That was the tight, you know, foul poles on both sides – uh, my first trip to New York was uh, in August, August 10th, 2001. And it was a, uh, a, a uh, angels Yankees game. And we went there and then we looked up at the twin towers a month to the day before they went down. And then we went wow. up to Cooperstown for uh, Kirby Puckett's induction into the hall of fame um, in 2001. It was a great, it was a great trip. Um, yeah, I think, I think there's, you know, it's obviously the Yankees. There's mystique in having played in Yankee Stadium. It's, you know, for us old heads, we're able to talk about the previous Yankee Stadium and put it in perspective. But the Gophers are going to be the home team. They're going to dress in the Yankees clubhouse. They're going to come out the Yankees dugout, and it's it's still the Yankees. But it's uh, it's new Yankee Stadium.
2: Yeah, well, Andy, look forward uh, to your coverage. Enjoy New York. Uh, and hopefully we can visit again soon.
3: Yeah, sounds good,
2: Steve. Take care. All right, there he is. Andy Greeter for the Pioneer Press covers Golden Gopher football. Uh, The John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline covers Minnesota United FC, Golden Gopher men's hoops, and other sports as well. Once again, online at TwinCities.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?